up, everybody? It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 10th day of February 2021. It's a Wednesday. My name, well, that would be Nick. And across from me is Radio's Big J. Doing Big J things already this morning. Yeah, like what? And we're just getting started. I don't know, sitting down. (laughs) So far, that's all I can tell. It's a real stretch. Well, is that or is that not a Big J thing? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's one of the things you're most famous for. It is? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I don't think that's an insult. I mean, you're really good at it. Famous for sitting down. Well, you enjoy it. You don't like to be on your feet. So, uh, you know, finding a place to sit down is a real big chain thing. That's true. All right, you got me. All right. This is kind of humiliating, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I really painted myself into a corner there. <laughs> and I tried to really weasel my way out of it. Today on the show, Big J has a movie review for you. He spent at least an hour and 30 minutes last night. Seven. Seven hours? No, no, no. An hour and 37. Oh. Uh, watching a movie called Chick Fight from Amazon Prime, he will let us all know how good or bad or indifferent he is to it. Coming up before we hit the 7 o'clock hour. We want to get back on the winning side of things. Yesterday, unfortunately, we weren't able to qualify somebody for the dating game. We'd like to amend that today. So we're going to do that at around 740 or so. You're going to want to tune in to try to ruin $2,000 courtesy of Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler, just in time for Valentine's Day. We're going to give that away on Friday morning. And, of course, Valentine's Day is Sunday, so we're going to talk a little bit about Red Hot Valentine's Day and dating tips and fun. And, of course... We also have additional prizes to give away over the course of the show today, including a chance to win the new CD from a band you're about to hear right now, A Little Foo Fighters. To kick off the morning after with Nick and Big J, it is 100.3 The X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, despite the economic crisis and some of the things happening courtesy of the pandemic over the last few months, you still can't deny the fact that the Treasure Valley continues to expand. Agree or disagree? Yeah. It's not stopping. And we talked about this off the air, but I thought uh, people on the air should know your excitement. As Albertsons has broken ground on its brand new location in Star, Idaho. One of the big reasons behind the Boise-based grocery expansion in that particular part of the world is because, well, Eagle's gotten pretty big over the last couple of years. Back in 2010, there was about 5,700 people living in that area. That has at least doubled, maybe even more, according to the mayor of Eagle. But the store's groundbreaking was held yesterday morning at the corner of State and Highbrook Way, and uh, you were very excited for it. Agree or disagree? Yeah, very. As it is not too far away from Casa de Big J, and it gives you another uh, grocery store option, maybe someplace to go for uh, cheese or chicken wings or chicken Fried chicken, man. Yeah, but it'd probably have the chicken wing bar, which is, uh, you you like those from time to time. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what kind of trouble I can get in over there. Get that uh, thing built. It'll be a while before they <clears throat> open things up as they just do the groundbreaking, but it's all happening, and there's going to be more expansion up in that Eagle area because, well, more people are living Star. Star. What did I say? Eagle? You keep yeah, saying star. Eagle. Star. Uh, and they just they just opened, uh, Ridley's just opened a brand new uh, place in Star as well. 
So many grocery store locations yeah. for you, Big J. Although you have a Ridley's right down the street from you. So. Sure, sure, but it's got this one's got an Arctic Circle in it. <laughs> all right. It's all fresh paint. Is that a selling point for you? For sure. Okay. Patrick Mahomes will undergo surgery this week for the turf toe injury he suffered during the playoffs, according to media reports. The decision was made Monday, one day after the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl to the Buccaneers, uh, for Mahomes to have surgery this week. Mahomes was playing with a sore toe during the Super Bowl, and it was pretty clear that during one of those runs where he was running for his life in the first quarter, he had messed it up again. And I think that's why things weren't nearly the same as they usually are, because he was already banged up, and then you know he was running for his life on like four consecutive plays on like that first drive where they scored a field goal, and something happened in which he aggravated it, and so... Uh, that, I think, explains a little bit as to what went on with the Chiefs' offense. But uh, either way, the Super Bowl was his worst game as an NFL quarterback, but tough to do on turf toe. Apparently, it is very painful. I have never had it, but I have never heard good things about it either. Right. Yeah, no. Kidding. Doesn't sound good at all. So uh, he'll have surgery and should be recovered by the time uh, the next season rolls around. At least you would hope so, for sure. Big J, Cyberpunk 2077 has had a rough go of things. And then uh, things got even worse because the game developer, CD Projekt Red, who's put that together, has been hacked. Uh, apparently, they're not going to pay the ransom demands. The company said in a statement that uh, they will not give in to the demands or negotiate with the people that are behind this particular attack. And they know that it may eventually lead to the release of compromised data. But personal data of players and users was not compromised. Apparently, it was just company information. But the company also released a ransom note that they received saying, quote, we have dumped full copies of the source code from your pre-force server for Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, and an unreleased version of Witcher 3. So they're threatening to release all these games for free, I guess. Uh, the hackers that have put this all together. And uh, they are saying we're not going to negotiate with these people. So we'll see what's happening. But never a good thing when, you're, when your software company gets hacked, I would say. Yeah, no, no. But good for them for not giving it. I suppose. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. <laughs> There's your send nude song of the day. It's Bones UK and Pretty Waste here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It was right around this time yesterday that Big J selected a movie that apparently featured Bones UK in some way, shape, or form. It was called Chick Fight. It is on Amazon Prime. And now we ask Big J, how was it? Yeah, it was great. Good Perfect. Review, right? Take it over. Uh, chick, chick fight. No, it stars uh, Malin Ackerman. Uh, I'm a big fan of hers. Bella Thorne. And you've got some uh, Kevin Conley from Entourage. Why is Bella Thorne familiar? Who is she? She's in a bunch of stuff. I don't know. I, I mean, she. yes, you're right. She is in the stream of consciousness, but you don't know why. Yeah. Um. It, let's see. She's, uh, I don't know. She. She's in a bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, you're right. She she is somebody that I think young people would probably know who she is. She okay. is a younger uh, lady, and um, so she she plays a major role in this movie. And then, like I said, you got you got Kevin Conley, okay, from Entourage. Mm -hmm. Kevin Nash, Nick, the wrestler. Yes. Okay. Uh, putting in a very fun performance in this, and then if you've got Alec Baldwin, and basically uh, this it was a movie that follows uh, Malin Ackerman around. She's uh, kind of down on her luck. She owns a coffee shop that just hasn't gone anywhere, ends up burning down, 
and just, you know, she's lost her mom, and that plays a role in this movie. She's got a couple friends who've been kind of watching out for her, but, you know, uh, they finally decide to bring her into something, and that something is a fight club. Like a top secret fight club? Yes, yes. They don't actually just kind of rip off fight club. There's no rules. Like, you can't talk about fight club. Generally, you know, it's unspoken. Gotcha. Uh, And that's where you get the conflict here as Bella Thorne's character uh, is is a part of that fight club. And she kicks everybody's ass. And and so uh, there's an immediate rivalry situation happening with Melon Ackerman's character uh, there. And and then how does uh, one Alec Baldwin fit in? That's a great question in this movie. Like, why they picked him to be the guy who's going to train her to fight i mean maybe because he can punch people in a parking lot uh i don't know but it's an interesting character and it works i mean it just you know the movie kind of works it's comedy it's fun and uh it's just what the doctor ordered for me and where do the bone like i mean does their music play throughout yeah yeah you know i i kind of not until really the end when there's a couple songs that really stand out that i'm like that sounds like that sounds like Rosie Bones. That's Bones. What's going on here? And at, at the very end of the movie, uh, you, you know, there's two different distinct songs there, and one of them. Um not only do they have their songs in the credits there, but there's also a special thank you to Bones UK. Hmm. And uh, I had to do some research here, and I think it's mostly because uh, the uh, the guy who composed the music for the, the movie is from the UK, and I think he used them in particular to write a little bunch of the music side of this and then uh, threw in a couple of their songs as well. So uh, well-rounded, fun movie, and there's no way you can go wrong here, I don't think. Uh, overall, it sounds like it's a Big J-approved movie. Yeah, have some fun. Check out Chick Fight. I mean, it's not on the level of uh, Fight Club when it comes to the nuances just of the, the dramatic and, and, and I think the underlining things about society. This is Well, I think fun. it's supposed to be a comedy, right? Yeah. Not and a, Mal- not Mal- a capitalistic takedown. Melon Ackerman is, is, is really funny and, and top of her game, I think, here in this movie, so... Check it out. Is there, uh, is it like a, is there a plot that runs through it other than her wanting to kick people's yeah, ass? Yeah, yeah, but or? I don't want to ruin it. All right, well, I mean, it, it didn't sound like that. Uh, you said there, her the, coffee shop tour. Yeah, there is, a, there is a plot. There is a tie-in between this whole fight club and the relationship that she once had with her mom. And um, <laughs> Kevin Nash's character, I'll just tell you, is super funny because uh, he, he, he he's playing a gay character. Okay. Uh, and that's just, that's just a lot of fun. Okay. I just because he it just when well listen you never thought of him that way he doesn't do that in a bunch of his other films and I just thought you know all right morning after with Nick and Big J sounds like chick fight is Big J approved morning after with Nick and Big J important stuff is brought to you by the advocates if you've been injured due to another person's negligence the advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. It's cold outside, Big J. Not just here, but a lot of other places. And since the pandemic began last March, it's probably the coldest it's been in a lot of places across the country. So this has got a lot of people wondering, hey, listen, should we be cleaning our coats a little bit more than we normally would? Clean those coats. According to the uh, CDC and other health experts, they generally agree that touching surfaces is not thought to be as common as we originally thought for the coronavirus to spread, and that we're much more likely to catch the bug from being in close contact with somebody that has it. 
and said there's basically no reason to be overly concerned about cleaning your coats a ridiculous amount. If you mainly go out for necessities especially and you don't work in a healthcare setting, so you can stick to the standard approach of cleaning your coats once or twice per season. That's a good way to go. Uh, and uh, it's a good number. I usually aim for three. I usually clean it like once every three weeks or so. That's just the way that I roll. But how you deal with it is up to you. Smart. Marty Schottenheimer, who was an NFL head coach for 21 seasons, had 200 regular season wins, the eighth most in NFL history. Passed away on Monday, more than six years after being diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease back in 2014. He was 77 years old. He was a head coach for Cleveland, Kansas City, Washington, and San Diego in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Despite his regular season success, his teams really just couldn't put it together in the playoffs. He had a 5-13 postseason record. Never made it to the Super Bowl, neither as a coach nor during his six-year playing career as a linebacker. But I still felt like he was underrated in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he never really had that postseason success. But, I mean, there's a guy that was good for 10-6, and 11-5 almost every damn year, which is pretty good for head coach. Yeah. I can understand where it would get frustrating if he wouldn't be able to put it over the top and he's leading your franchise, but... Man, I mean, think about where those teams are now. Outside of Kansas City, those three other teams that he has been involved in haven't been relevant pretty much since he coached them. Yeah, you're right. Which is insane. Big J, Corey Taylor is the lead singer of Slipknot and Stone Sour. And now, Big J, could he be writing a musical? Oh, God. He was talking about the idea of writing a musical based around the people he spent a large amount of his 20s with in Iowa. You know, like his crew, how they all found each other, how the misfits came together, found each other, and kind of saved each other. He thinks it would be a good story to talk about the crazy, weird balls of emotional things that are going on in that particular group and what led them together and what made them so close-knit. He does admit that he it's a scatterbrain idea, so he's not exactly sure if he'll ever get it done, but you're automatically adverse to musicals. Any interest in a Corey Taylor musical, though? Hell yeah, why not? All right, all right. Maybe that would be the first one you're into. Who knows? Uh, but we'll see. He he Again, he's like, listen, I've got 900 billion ideas in my head. This is just one of them. So it's not a guarantee that it's happening. It's just a, a maybe, just maybe. We could have a Corey Taylor musical at some point. That's uh, something to look forward to, perhaps. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Heading back to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Nice. Palm Harbor, Florida, to be specific. It's right outside of Tampa, as a matter of fact, where the Super Bowl was held this past weekend. Yeah. And uh, we are going to meet 23-year-old Riley Cushman. Now, uh, protesting has been a topic of discussion over the last two years or so, maybe even longer for sure. Yeah. Uh, But we can all, I guess, agree that there are proper and improper ways of protesting, whatever it is that you may be deciding you would like to protest against. And uh, unfortunately for Riley, his planned protest for civil rights did not go like he wanted it to go. Or, Big J, you can decide if he was just making it up as he went along. See, uh, he was spotted alongside a roadway in Palm Harbor, and it was just him on the side of the road, right? Yeah. And you would think if he was protesting, there'd be some sort of sign out or something. Yeah, picket you know, sign. Something. No, none of that. 
But as police officers drove by him on the roadside, they did notice that his pants was down to his knees and he was waving his junk around uh, while facing traffic in a vulgar manner. And so the police are like, that's not normal. And so the sheriff deputies... Or acceptable. <laughs> right. Sheriff deputies pulled up to him around 3.30 in the afternoon. Uh, it was around that time that Cushman decided to pull up his pants and began walking away. When he was subsequently confronted by the cop, uh, he reportedly explained that he was protesting for civil rights by showing his drunk junk to traffic, uh, but he was now finished and he wanted to go home. You understand? Yeah, I get it. And so uh, that's not how it works, unfortunately. Uh, they were trying to get a little bit of information as to what exactly he was protesting for against whatever civil rights, and uh, Cushman couldn't give any details. So it sounded more and more to the police officer like, this guy just wanted to wave his junk around. In traffic, as it were. And so uh, you can't do that, Big J, protesting or no. You understand? Yeah, I don't know what you're protesting in that manner. Right. I mean, even, let's let's say for a second Maybe that... pants. You're protesting pants. He was protesting anything. Still involving your junk is a bad idea. So he was arrested for exposure of sexual organs. That's never good. That's a misdemeanor. And uh, he's still being uh, held on a $150 bond, which is also not great for the bank account, I'm guessing. Probably not doing so well <laughs> if you can't bail yourself out for $150. Bucks. Yeah. Uh, he has pleaded not guilty to the indecency charge, but has admitted to waving his junk around. So, again, that's me shrugging my shoulders going, huh? So, uh, I'm not sure what the protest was. I don't know if I necessarily believe him. I don't think he was protesting anything. I'm just thinking that for some reason this guy wanted to show his junk off, and that is not recommended at all. No. You should avoid that urge, if at all possible. Uh, so For he the is, sake of the people out there just trying to go about their day. <laughs> right. Nobody needs to see that. Protest or not, nobody needs to see that stuff. So everybody, let's keep the pants on when we're out uh, facing traffic. And uh, do the right thing. Because, yeah, nobody wants to see that. And unfortunately, he's still in jail, waiting to get bailed out for 150 bucks. Big J. You want to give this guy a second chance? No. Well, so be it. Nope. Morning, morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Up next, dating game. Let's get somebody qualified for that big prize from Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler, just in time for Valentine's Day. That's next on the X Rocks. Now on 100.3, the X Rocks. Your chance to get qualified for $2,000 coming your way courtesy of Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler. We're going to draw that prize on Friday, but you need to get qualified for it first, which is why we're going to play the dating game. 208-287-1003. Big J is going to read you a fact that happened on a particular date. He'll follow it up with three additional facts. You have to decide if that happened before or after the original date that Big J gave you. Two out of three rights scores you. A discount coupon from Adam and Eve, a $10 gift card from Adam and Eve, guaranteed coming right to you. Perfect for Valentine's Day. And then you're qualified for the grand prize from Lee Reed, which Jay and I will draw on Friday morning. Big Jay, do you have your facts? I do. Then to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, what's your name, please? Jackie. All right, Jackie, you're up. Good luck. On this day in 1940, Tom and Jerry debuted on TV stations across the country. Did the following cartoons debut before or after 1940, okay? The Flintstones. Before or after. 
After? After. Correct. Right. Debuted in 1960. Nick, boy, that was a long time ago. Yeah. All right, uh, your next one here. The Simpsons, before or after? After. Right. After is correct. Two for two. That's all it takes, Jackie. Congratulations. You're officially qualified for that Lee Reed prize, that $2,000 we're going to give away on Friday. Well played. Hang on just one second. We'll get some information from you. You'll also get that Adam and Eve stuff guaranteed. And that's how it's supposed to go. Exactly that. So we will have another opportunity for somebody to qualify tomorrow, right around this time as the dating game continues, courtesy of Lee Reed. On the way, we got some important stuff, plus your pop culture smackdown. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Ah, important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat online with an attorney 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. You can chalk it up to maybe there's fewer Super Bowl parties because of the pandemic. Maybe it's a blowout game. Maybe... It was TBF, Big J. Tom Brady fatigue. But Sunday's NFL championship game in which the Buccaneers beat the Chiefs 31-9 had the lowest number of television viewers since 2006. Nielsen said yesterday that an estimated 92 million people watched the Super Bowl across the country on CBS with a total of 96.4 million coming in when you factor in the amount of people that streamed online as well. That's down from 101.3 million who watched the Chiefs and 49ers a year ago, one month before the pandemic really hit here in the state. The 2015 uh, Super Bowl between the Patriots and the Seahawks was the most watched with 114.4 million viewers. But the Nielsen thinks that the game was the biggest factor because you uh, the amount of tune-outs after or once they got to halftime and it realized it seemed like it was pretty much in the bag was pretty significant, according to them. So uh, I just think it was... Because, I mean, I think the matchup was pretty good. But people could be sick of Tom Brady. That could be a thing. And, uh, you know, obviously it was not a competitive game. And so that becomes a factor as well. So all those things tied in to it not being a, a greatly watched Super Bowl, all things considered. But what are you going to do, Big J? You dealt, you play the cards you're dealt, right? Yeah, but I mean, 96 million. Yeah, no, listen, nothing to sneeze at. It's just, uh, you know, lowest in well over 15 years. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, speaking of which, is going to have to undergo surgery this week for the turf toe injury he suffered during the playoffs, according to media reports. Decision was made Monday, one day after the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl. Mahomes was playing with a sore toe during the Super Bowl, which is his worst game as a quarterback in the NFL, but uh, he didn't blame the injury, saying, quote, I mean, I can't say the toe was a problem when I played two weeks ago and played well on it, so there's that. Uh, so he says he's not chalking it up as an excuse, but certainly was not 100% in the Super Bowl, and it appeared that way, yes? Oh, yeah. Big J, what's going on with Army Hammer? Listen, this is, uh, the, the police have already said this isn't true. I know, but it, it's it's a whole weird state of affairs. I, I don't think we get here, though, if it wasn't for his his weird, creepy shenanigans in his private life. Yeah. Uh, we, we already know things that are uh, abundantly true. And that is that he has got some issues with things that he wants to do to women. And so uh, there's obviously, you know, 
allegations of abuse and then uh, also cannibalism is involved there. And then yesterday, he was briefly uh, thought to be suspected of murder. Now, here's the problem. All of this starts with merely some random dude sharing a bunch of posts on Instagram saying that he's got contacts with the San Bernardino police in California and that they're looking into Army Hammer as a suspect in a uh, murder that happened not too long ago. In a Wonder Valley death investigation, hikers discovered human remains in the desert and then social media went crazy because some dude uh, shared posts claiming that Army Hammer was a suspect, according to police. And then, of course, that was on wildfire for like two hours yesterday until the San Bernardino police came out and said, uh, hey, listen, no, that's not that's not true. We're not looking at Army Hammer as a suspect in this death. But still so weird in multiple ways that, number one, all it takes is some rando on Instagram to say something for things to all of a sudden become a, 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 at least so big that the police department has to put out a statement about it. And number two, the fact that well, even for a fraction of a second, this was believable, also fairly disturbing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and even even more so, uh, a bunch of people probably saw that and go, yeah, he, he did it, lock him up. That's what I mean. Right? That's what I mean. And then they don't want to know any more of the story. They just like, oh, we killed somebody. Army Hammer's a cannibal and a murderer. That makes sense to me. (laughs) That all checks out. (laughs) Are in a terrible place. He's got some issues, though, to be sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we've got a gift card here for $25 to Section 37 Axe from three locations here in the Treasure Valley. And uh, you can go in there and throw some axes uh, just to, you know, get off some some steam if you want. Uh, maybe join a league. Join our friend Adam. Do the double axe throwing. The, the, uh, the dual wheel. Adam's really good at that one. All sorts of fun you can have out there. All you have to do is get on the phone to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Our phone number is 208-287-1003. You will have to defeat Big J in pop culture knowledge in order to claim this prize, but if you think you got what it takes, now would be the time to get on the phone and see if that is the case. Hello, The X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael, you're up first. Chef Andy Cow is credited with creating what fast food restaurant chain's signature orange chicken entree? Uh, Panda Express? Right. That is correct. You are officially taking on Big J. Big J. Mo Howard, Larry Fine, and Curly Howard are members of what slapstick comedy trio? The Three Stooges. Right. That is correct. Michael, back to you. What office supply store chain introduced the easy button as part of its advertising? (laughs) Staples. Right. Correct. Big J, playfully explaining a diatonic scale, the song Do Re Mi is featured in what movie? Big. Wrong. No. No. Not big. A little bit before Big's time. Okay. Uh, Michael, do you have any answer? You have one no matter what. Is it Mary Poppins? It's not Mary Poppins. Wrong. Uh, but it does start Julie Andrews. Maybe that'll help. Oh. Uh, Sound, of, Sound music? of music. Right. You know the song, right, Big J? Yeah. Sing it a little bit. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. Yeah, do. A deer. A female deer. Congratulations, man. I was thinking of Tom Hanks on those, that big piano. Chopsticks? Yeah. 
Uh, congratulations. You got yourself all set up with a Section 37 Axe Room gift card. Hang on one second, Michael. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set there. But we will do a little bit of headlines. That's coming up next on the X-Rocks. Mazdas are some of the safest cars on the road. Aaron here from Team On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's do some headlines. They are as follows, Big J. Dibs. Cute but dangerous. And this is crazy. Uh, Dibs. Digging your car out of snow is no joke. Have you ever had to do that, Big J? Have you ever been plowed in on the street by a plow? Uh, no, not by a plow, but I've had to dig some out of the snow. Sure. I was wondering, the only situation, like, maybe when you lived downtown, but you had a motorcycle then, right? Well, it was more when my experiences uh, as a youth in Montana, where we actually had snow. Right. But what I'm saying is I, that would be the only way I could yeah. think of you getting plowed in, is if you yep. were parking downtown somewhere. But You're right. A uh, Chicago's man, unusual way of calling dibs on his parking spot, has gone viral. Adam Seltzer of Westridge, Illinois, posted photos to Twitter of him reserving a shoveled-out space using pairs of frozen pants that he shaped to stand up on their own. This is a common practice in Chicago, with uh, residents often using lawn chairs or traffic cones to mark off the spots that they themselves shoveled so that they could park there. Seltzer wrote on Twitter, uh, Polar Vortex fun, pants with nobody inside them. Soak a pair, put outside. In about 20 minutes, you can form them into a shape. And in another 20, they're solid. He said he's now working out how to add a frozen shirt to his ensemble. But it worked. Nobody else parked in his parking spot while his uh, pants were saving his space. I'm trying to figure out how this works. Because I'm not familiar with, like, saving a space. Like, you shovel out the space and then you put, like, cones in there until you can move your car. Is that the deal? And you don't want anybody to jack it while you're going to get your car? Is that what's happening? I guess. It's very confusing to me. Uh, despite being plowed in on several occasions, I've never had to save a spot that I've shoveled out. But I don't live in Chicago, and thank goodness for that picture. Amen. Cute but dangerous, or this is crazy? Cute but dangerous. Never underestimate the destruction of a koala. On Monday, a koala walked onto a busy freeway in Australia, and that ended up causing a six-car pileup before then climbing into a car and getting behind the wheel. Look at me, I'm a little koala. The now viral photo was taken by Nadia Tungwell, who is caught in traffic behind the pileup on Adelaide's six-lane northeastern freeway. She said she was unsure what caused the accident until she saw the woman chasing a, quote, cute koala who was stomping between the cars. Tungwell had previous experience rescuing koalas and grabbed a jacket. She ended up catching the koala, wrapping it up, and putting it in the back of her SUV. She then drove to a nearby gas station while waiting for the representative of koala rescue out there. And she was able to make sure the koala got away safe. And thankfully, nobody was injured in the uh, six-car pileup. But it caused a serious traffic jam. All because little koalas running around, Big J. And again, it's amazing to me how, like, Australia has these specialized animal services. Like, there's businesses that are just there for koala rescues. And then, you know, there's obviously the, the uh, you know, endless supply of snake people the snake experts in australia because there's dozens of snakes yeah. that'll kill you at any moment the spider people are are also separate from that and so it's just like different man, divisions so many animals that want to kill you in australia it's nuts wrap it up with this is crazy and sometimes miracles do occur on highways a wisconsin driver miraculously survived after his truck fell 70 feet from an overpass onto the highway below on Saturday morning. 
The truck landed upright on its wheels, and the sole person inside the vehicle, the driver, was conscious when emergency responders arrived. He says he lost control of the truck, which then went up on a snowbank that had been plowed on the side of the freeway, right? Yeah. And so that basically acted like a ramp for him to go up and over the barrier wall of the interchange ramp and then fall to 70 feet below onto another highway. Uh, he was not impaired when it happened. He just, lost, you know, it was just icy, and there's tons of snow in Wisconsin right now, so he lost control. Leap happened to him. Perfect, right there. perfect ramp right on the corner of this thing, and he just goes right over, and you're like, oh my god, he's gonna die. And thankfully, nobody was below him either, because he landed right on all four wheels, right on the concrete. I mean, he has to be hurt in some way. But not a scratch on him. He's not. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's got to be like some whiplash or internal injuries. Injured at all? That's insane. And there's a video of it. I, yeah, I saw the video. The video is nuts. It was caught on a traffic camera. And uh, he's okay, or at least uh, conscious, which is a very good thing. So be careful, everybody. Goodness gracious. Here's traffic. Keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you have to be the most careful when, like, going around turns and stuff. That's why the connector's always a pain in the butt. You know what I mean? When it gets all icy, getting onto that connector, the little entrance that's over here by the radio station. And people spinning out all of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a damn uh, ice rink out there sometimes. Morning after with Nick and Big J on the way. Some bad impressions and more. But first, a final check. <laughs> Leo Patrick, that is hometown here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And I suppose we all have to be careful no matter where we are, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, there's some dangerous stuff out there in the world. But uh, some pretty harmful stuff inside your house, Nick you might be surprised about. And Americans have about 7,500 dishwasher-related injuries every year. <laughs> 700, huh? Yeah. People uh, reach into the dishwasher and uh, they get stabbed by knives. Okay. that's leg- I can see that happening. Uh, the, the most common is being burned from hot steam. Oh, really? Wow. That's so know, much so that you'd have to go to the hospital for it? Yeah. Man, they got to have, have a hot dishwasher. Well, or just getting in there right afterwards. Still, I mean, take it easy. To the point where you need to go to the hospital is something. I've opened up my dishwasher early and went, whoo, spicy in there, but I haven't gone, my God, (laughs) take me to the emergency room. My hands, oh. (laughs) Next thing you know, your battle mitts. (laughs) That's right. I mean, I guess the only other thing that I could think of is like if you leave the door of the dishwasher open and then you run into it and go ask over a tea kettle or something like that, you know? Yeah, um, I, but I think the majority of them are people cutting themselves. Uh, here's some other household injuries that often occur and send people to the emergency room. Uh, bookshelves, Nick. Yep. Uh, whether it be books uh, falling on top of their heads or bookshelves falling over altogether. Gotta yeah. be careful. You Very strain good. your back, uh, people hauling in boxes, that sort of thing. Dust causing allergic reactions. Cotton swabs, people, you know, jabbing that in there. <laughs> jabbing them in your ear yeah. and then rupturing your eardrum. Here's a big one. So much so that emergency room doctors have a term for it. It's called bagel hand. Bagel hand? Yeah, and it's when people cut carelessly with a serrated knife through a bagel, and uh, it damages your ligaments and tendons in your hand. <laughs> they call it bagel hand. That's why I get pre-cut bagels, I guess. Lame. Save yourself some Lame. serious injuries. Uh, mandolin not on there at all? Uh, no, no, not here. But yeah, that's a that's a dangerous. 
implement from the kitchen, let me tell you. I was going to say, I don't think maybe enough people own mandolins for it to be, but I'm guessing that everybody who's owned a mandolin at some point has had an almost catastrophic injury. I, and, you know, it's such a great tool, but there's two problems with it. Yeah, one, it's dangerous. I mean, I almost lost a fingertip. Right. And it's just a pain in the ass to clean. Without hurting yourself as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like like Pavlo's dog, you know what I mean? It's just looking to come get you. I don't think you know. I don't, what I don't know what Pavlo's dog is. Dog is. <laughs> You're right. You caught me on Morning that one. Morning after with Nick and You don't Nick. even know how many times I've gotten away with stuff like that here. <laughs> Pavlo's dog is coming to get you. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We are going to do some bad impressions next on the X Rocks. On 100.3, the X. Yeah, we'll hook you up here with a brand new uh, musical album from the band Foo Fighters, Medicine at Midnight. We'll get you a digital download of that for free. Just got to figure out bad impressions here and be pretty easy, I think. Delivered directly to your email via Big J's email. That is the new Foo Fighters album. Up for grabs. If you want it, you got to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. Let's re-educate people on how bad impressions works. Big J comes up with three clues. Each of them points to somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less. And the Foo Fighters prize becomes your Foo Fighters prize. Hello, the X. Good, man. What's your name? <laughs> I'm going to pretend I heard that, but I didn't. But either way, you're up, Big J. I did an entire summer tour from a throne I had built after I broke my foot. Uh, next one. I was a drummer for Nirvana. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. You got it right. It's ironic that we're giving away a Foo Fighters album when yeah. it is Dave Grohl. Uh, well done. Hang on one second, man. We'll get some information from you. It is ironic, me. don't you think? Send off. That album. What was Clue 3? Just for I'm fun. the front man for the Foo Fighters. And why is Dave Grohl in the news? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominated Foo Fighters. Ah. Uh, they have been nominated for induction into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, along with a long list of other uh, entrants uh, that include Iron Maiden, Nick, Rage Against the Machine, and that's it. <laughs> that should be it. Those three should be the only ones uh, getting Kate Bush is on there. Uh-huh. Mary J. Blige, uh-huh. Devo, okay, the Goo Goos, the Go Go's. I'm sorry, uh, Jay Z, Shaka Khan, Carol King, uh, Fela Cootie. Not sure who that is, to be honest with you. Uh, I- I'm in favor of this one as well. LL Cool J. This is like his sixth time trying to get in. LL the cool New J. York Dolls, mm. Todd Rundgren, Tina Turner, and Dion Warwick. Uh, Carol King and Tina Turner are already in the Hall of Fame uh, as separate acts. These are individual stuff. And so is Dave Grohl. Yeah, uh, with, with Nirvana. Nirvana. You're right. Uh, so this would be a chance for the rest of the fellas in there to uh, to get into the rock. But at Iron Maiden, I mean, come on. I I, can, I, I don't see it happening, but God, it, Iron Maiden deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But uh, we shall see what ends up happening. There's a lot of experts, to quote unquote, that have to vote on this stuff to experts. see who gets in. But either way, uh, congratulations to the Foo Fighters. Do you believe they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, Big Jim? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, multiple they can sell out a damn arena. Platinum-selling uh, rock band and one of the biggest rock bands in the world, sure, for a fairly long stretch, 20-plus some odd years. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. 
bring me the horizon that is teardrops here on the morning after with nick and big j that's gonna do it for this wednesday morning thanks for hanging out with us we did get a positive review from big j about the movie chick fight which was part of streaming dumbass if you want to check it out for yourself maybe check out some bones uk music as well it is on amazon prime that you can stream if you like we found out that uh, waving your junk at people in traffic is not a protest, Big J. It's just plain old a decent exposure. Right. And should be treated as such. And, of course, I do believe Big J learned a little something today about Pavlov's dog, too. <laughs> Unintentionally. Bad you dog. Did, you did figure it out, right? No, not really. Huh? It's about conditioning. You realize that, right? The dog was conditioned to salivate every time he heard a bell because he associated it with being fed. Because the bell came every time ah. food came. And that was about conditioning and how you can condition people to do things even when something yeah, isn't that going had to happen. Nothing to do with what I was saying. Absolutely nothing, which made it very funny. That leaves you with the floor, my friend. Yeah, I didn't have a chance to really uh, get to do this for um, send nudes today or even talk about it. But uh, today would be Cliff Burton's birthday. He'd be 59 years old. Um, former, you know, bassist for Metallica, lost his life on a. Uh, tour bus accident uh, many many years ago just uh, a bummer but uh, hopefully I'm, I, I, Jason Drew's not here today so uh, he's not going to get a chance to do that for X-Rock 101 but I'm pretty sure he probably would have yes yeah, so you can blast some old school Metallica today to enjoy yeah. Cliff Burton Day for sure as he continues to be missed no doubt about it morning after with Nick and Big J we will see you tomorrow a chance for a nerd alert from Big J another shot at the dating game as we get down to crunch time and give away that great prize courtesy of Lee Reed Idaho's Diamond Jeweler and more Randy filling in for Jason Drew that is next have a good one it's the X-Rox